Hey everybody, happy Monday. This is Dr. Kirk Elliott and this is my weekly commentary for this week. And you know, we've been talking a lot and you've, some of you who've, who've listened to me for years <clears throat> or decades, <laughs> um, a lot of you have been with me for decades and that's just awesome, um, have always heard me say that fundamentals always trump everything, right? So you've got technical traders who will look at charts and entry points and exit points and all of that kind of stuff. And to me, it's like, it's never mattered. I don't care because the fundamentals always trump everything. So what are the fundamentals that cause market growth or contraction? It's, it's political, you know, legislation. It's, it's policies. It's things coming out of DC. It's administrative rulings from non-governmental organizations and international organizations, right? It's, it's interest rate cycles, it's taxes, it's, it's the labor force, it's our people's wages, keeping up with inflation, what, how much money is being printed, how much is being pulled out of circulation, right? All of those things are the fundamentals that always drive the markets. <clears throat> and to me, it boils down to just a couple simple things. Number one, for an economy to grow, literally, you have to have lowering taxes, lowering interest rates and job creation. It's as simple as that. If you don't have that, the market's being held together literally by some kind of stimulus, right? They're printing money out of thin air to keep it the appearance of the market growing, right? And when you have when you have critical mass like we have right now, it's like ugh, everyone's living at the margin. If you raise taxes anymore, people are, if they're already living at the margin, they're just going to spend less. When people spend less, corporate revenues come down. Mom and pops can't afford to stay in business. I mean, we're, we're there. Now, at the beginning of an interest rate cycle, at the beginning of a taxation cycle, usually it's when people are fat and happy, right? And, and taxes go up a little bit, interest rates go up a little bit. And I say, well, I still have a bunch of money left over at the end of the month. I don't care if taxes go up or if interest rates go up and my credit card bills go up. I'm, I'm going to keep spending because I still have money left at the end of every month. We're not there. We're not there domestically here in America. We're not there globally either. We're hitting the end of, of like this debt super cycle. I mean, is what it, what it feels like um, because globally things are now starting to come, fall into place for everything that we've talked about for a couple of years. You know, over over this last week, gold is soaring, right? It's almost 2100, but silver's going up even more. Silver's up uh, 2550, 2580, somewhere in that. It's pushing $26 an ounce. This is fantastic momentum. But why? Why are they doing that? Is it because of technical charts? Is it? Be no, it has nothing to do with charts. It has nothing to do with technical, you know, buy-ins or, or sell-offs or anything like that, right? It's it's the fundamentals that that cause growth. It's Chairman Powell last week um, making comments that that aren't really as hawkish as as people were hoping they would be, right? So so gold spiked to almost a record high. Um, actually, I think it did hit a high. I, I'd have to look and see the interday trading. Um, when, when we're pushing close to 2100 because Powell failed to hammer the hawkish cases in his fireside chat, right? So when, and stocks eager to take out 2023 highs, Powell had a big problem on his hands, not so much because of this imminent easing that people were expecting, but, but really 
inflationary pressures are going to keep persisting because they haven't controlled inflation. It's happening everywhere. But now you see this and boy, it, it's reminiscent of, of 1983, right? Or early 1980, actually. And 83 was like the end of that, that frame when, when Paul Volcker, chairman of Fed at that point, not, not, you know, Jerome Powell, like today, he had to raise interest rates so high to squash the inflationary pressures. See, this knee-jerk reaction that we're seeing the surge in higher in gold and digital gold meant to be, once again, the death watch for the dollar. As gold goes up, that's the death watch for the dollar. And fiat money in general, right? It's gold and silver are a barometer to, to fiat currencies, right? And so we're seeing these things go up. We're seeing like cryptocurrency go up too because people are pulling out of, of traditional markets. They're pulling out of things that they think, I, I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's gonna last. And now you've got a resurgence like of just like fire in, in the Middle East with, with Israel and Hamas and, and warships being attacked in the, in, the, in the Gulf. And I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. Right. It's crazy. And this is striking fear into the hearts and minds of people as the violent resumption of the Israel Hamas war um, included attacks on U.S. warships in the Gulf, like I just talked about. But it gets worse than that because war always causes people to operate out of a state of fear. Um, inflation, when people run out of money, cause people to operate out of a state of fear. This is why gold and silver tangible assets do so well during times like this. And what we're seeing is this, this literally, I, I, I was reading the Zero Hedge article and they called it the death watch on the US dollar, right? And that's what gold and silver are doing. It's like the death watch on the dollar because they know that policymakers don't have this thing figured out, but gold and silver do have it figured out. They're the perfect inflationary hedge. So I would encourage all of you that haven't allocated um, you know, maybe sitting on the sideline doing whatever, allocate more into tangible assets because they, they perform so well during times like this. We're starting to see these knee-jerk reactions moving forward, which are going to turn into more longer sustained growth patterns. They, they traditionally do right? um, because people in times of fear, chaos, uncertainty, turbulence, turmoil, look for something that's real. They look for something that's real. And that's where gold and silver come in, come into play. Um, so I encourage all of you to allocate into gold and silver. I don't know if any of you saw Tucker Carlson's interview. I can't remember who it was with some, some major economist um, last week. And Tucker made this statement. It's like, well, should we like bury gold in our backyard? And the answer was yes. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's it in the mainstream now, right? So people are looking towards things that we've been talking about for a while. And that's, I believe, is biblical wisdom and discernment of the times that we're living in. So call us if you need anything, 720-605-3900. We'd love to help you get you out of harm's way. God bless. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.